0: we don't have any pre-show though except for all the stuff about middle school gamers
1: we're not getting enough what (laughs) patreon money for a pre-show that's a good point it's Thursday, May 5th, 2022, and this is episode 172 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast.
0: I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? What's good is that we have a potential sponsor who I cannot disclose. (laughs) That is true. But I got an email, and they want to know things like our demographics of the listenership, so I'll be sending out a survey shortly. Indeed. They want to know how many downloads we have per episode, so I'll be lying about that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you if we need anything else. Yeah. Well, surely we'll be retired six months from now.
1: I know that we can count on you, our listeners, to help us achieve our
0: lifelong dream of
1: quitting our day jobs and becoming full-time podcasters, just like apparently everyone else who starts a podcast. It's what we set
0: out to do from the very start. We've been very clear about that. Indeed. I was hoping that it wouldn't have to
1: come to this, but you guys have not really pulled through on the Patreon, so we have no other choice but to... Look into other means. But yes, I'm very interested to see what sort of great amount of money they're willing to give us.
0: My favorite part is that we've joked about this very sp- potential sponsor in the past. Hint, hint. Anyways, <laughs> should we talk about 1872? I think both 1872 and 1972 were great. Yeah.
1: Talk about head trimmers. Any
0: idea how to pronounce this freaking thing? What? 1872? Epicyclodial diversion. <laughs> I think that's right. Epis, epis, epis Epicycloidal? Epicycloidal. Cloidal. Oh, it's cloidal. Cy- You're right. Yep. Wow. So the epicycloidal diversion opened mm-hmm. at Mississippi Avenue and the beach. From Atlantic City Weekly, it was says it was a forerunner to the modern-day Ferris wheel. Its four large wheels mounted on a revolving platform gave 64 customers the thrill of riding a Ferris wheel atop a merry-go-round and it's really what it looks like I'll, I'll link to the picture it looks like four ferris wheels making a square on top of another rotating platform and I hope that that has painted a picture for you uh, it's it's weird looking it was probably pretty cool for 1872 this was probably like hot shit in 1872 yeah I mean it's no polar coaster but what is the name is worse than the polar coaster I mean, I looked at the picture. I thought that's very cool for 150 years ago. Hey, how about that? It's exactly 150 years ago that we're talking about this thing. Yeah. But imagine naming something, the epicycloidal diversion and like having to advertise that, you know, was there some guy over at the boardwalk, the just opened boardwalk that was six feet wide or whatever, eight feet wide, Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to get people with like, you know, a flippy sign. Like, oh, go see the epicycloidal diversion. Like, what? Like, nobody's going to that. It sounds like some sort of surgical procedure. And it's just impossible to say. Like, nobody, say it five times fast. Go. They were different back
1: in the 1800s, I guess.
0: This was probably just totally normal language. People were probably walking around like, oh, yeah, did you go to the epicycloidal diversion the other day? Oh, Oh, I was at the epicycloidal diversion. How could you not go to the epicycloidal diversion? My kids were there. My toddler's running around. He can say nothing but epicycloidal diversion now. <laughs> Those were his first two He was just words. running in and out of the spokes <laughs> as it was going around.
1: Yes. I like the picture that the American flag moving like, you know, probably 1% while they were taking the picture it was just way too much and it just completely
0: <laughs> blurred out the whole thing. Yeah, because of the spokes, the, the like f- picture, whatever it's called, the aperture had to be open for like an hour Yes, to take this picture. It looks, I mean, it looks amazing. It looks like it's just some big chairs on, like, what you would sort of recognize as a Ferris wheel.
1: Yeah. But
0: not not all the way at the end, kind of in the middle of the wheel. Yeah, yeah. So that's the weird part. You have to look at the picture. You have to. That's good. It's worthwhile. The article, the article uh, in Atlantic City Weekly is just called Things That Are Gone. And I also, for some reason, I thought that was amusing. We can bring it back. We should. Yep, you say diversion. Uh man, we should go try to get some funding. There's probably room next to the Polar Coaster. One thing I will not entertain, though, is renaming it. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Like, you can't call it the freaking quad wheel or, like, the Ferris go-round. None of that. None of that. It is the epicycloidal diversion.
1: I mean, can you imagine just walking up to a girl on the boardwalk and being like, hey, baby, you want to ride the epicycloidal diversion? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a throwback That's like, an episode a, like, episode, two two two. Yeah. episode two joke. Wow, that's great. <laughs>
0: 1972. Anyway,
1: yeah, you you have to read the 1972 copy as well, just because it's going to matter more for you than me, I think.
0: Kyle Askin's favorite establishment in all of Atlantic City, the Irish Pub, opened. So it was a bar before that. The building is like 130 years old, so that building's been there forever. It was a hotel before that. So we'll get into the creation of the hotel in a later episode. But from AtlanticCityExperience.org, our number one favorite site. In 1972, Kathy and Richard Burke purchased bar space in Feely's Hotel and opened the Irish Pub. The pub and Feely's Hotel operated together until 1978. Oh, this—I should have saved this for f- six episodes from now. <laughs> when the Burks became sole owners of the property, and that's why now it's the Irish Pub and Inn. Indeed. One of our options for where we can stay. Oh, I just ruined the sponsor. They're never going to sponsor us now because I just spoiled all the content. Hey, 50th anniversary for the Irish pub. Congrats, Irish pub. would never have guessed by being inside. Oh, wait. Yes, I would have. I would have thought older. Yeah. Well, but the building is older. So. And And I think my understanding is that the bar itself is older. And so, like, they kept that. And, like, there's more about it if you want to go look at the history about how it was open as a bar during Prohibition. And supposedly they would take, like the pro he's the fbi agents out and like you know beat him up because they loved the establishment so much which is also how i feel about the irish pub so go read that article in the dot org. learn about the irish pub go buy yourself a shirt that says irish pub established 1972 since now you know i don't think i've seen you wear don't you, you have a shirt right yeah i wear it a lot here yeah never in ac though i was walking in baltimore wearing that mm-hmm. shirt and a guy walked by wearing an Egg Harbor football jersey. And he looked at my shirt and gave me a look, but he didn't acknowledge it. And it's like, come on now. You, come on. We all know you yeah. know about the Irish pub, sir. It was, it was like an old dude, though, wearing like an Egg Harbor high school football oh, yeah. jersey. It was like, this is a weird <laughs> thing going on here. It was a magical moment for both of you, I'm sure. He's probably somewhere right now telling the story of when he saw a guy in an Irish pub, Atlantic City shirt. Yes. On his podcast. Who gave him
1: gave him the eye, but did not say anything to him.
0: He has a Baltimore podcast.
1: All right. So we had a discussion last episode about tipping and we got a comment from one of our listeners to shed a bit more light on it. And I see you have pretty much pasted the entire comment in full, but we'll do our best. So this is from anonymous listener one about the tipping discussion at the local casino of a national chain. Tips are split among all the dealers that worked on the day. Tips from each game are collected and counted. Blackjack, craps, pie, poker, pie, tiles etc each into their own pool then the tips are split between all the dealers that work based on what they're rated to deal so a dealer that's only rated for blackjack is going to get a share of the blackjack tips a dealer that's rated for blackjack and craps gets a cut of both the black and craps tip totals even if they only dealt craps that day so if you're waiting for four different days your four different games you're going to get a cut of four different tip pools so if there's 30 dealers across the ships They're likely all blackjack qualified, so the blackjack tips get split 30 ways. 15 of those dealers might be craps qualified, so those tips are going to get split 15 ways. Tiles might have five, so those are going to get split five ways. And basically the idea behind this is it encourages dealers to become rated for more games, so they're eligible to deal more games, and that way they'll get more money. Yeah, so that's the first comment. And then specifically about servers, which is really what our discussion was about, the anonymous listener, says that his understanding is that they keep their own, but they have to tip out to the bartenders, which I believe is also what waiters have to do at normal restaurants, so that's not terribly surprising, and
0: makes more sense for me. So, yeah. I don't know. Thoughts? Uh, so, you may have heard this and said, the most lucrative job in the casino is to be a pie gow tiles dealer. Highly specialized. Let me go get trained in that right now. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Splitting the Pi Gao tiles tips five ways is probably not as much money as splitting the blackjack tips. Blackjack tips yeah. thirty ways. Maybe not blackjack, but, but certainly craps is less than splitting the craps tips fifteen ways for sure.
1: What zero divided by five is?
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, no, I think it's, it's zero because it's not dividing by zero. That's someone's not a math major. One of us is a math major here, and one of us is not. Yeah, my mom would be disappointed. She was a math major. <laughs> She doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's fine. Null, null is also not right. correct. That's anyway, some, like, but... you know, calculator <laughs> right. BS. Like, this is like I busted out my graphing calculator under the desk. You know, I wrote null on the test, and my teacher was like, oh, you're clearly using your graphing calculator. <laughs> fail. You fail.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It This makes sense to me. I think it sounds quite reasonable from the casino's perspective. It's obviously good for the dealers that want to go out and get rated on
0: more than just blackjack so i don't have anything negative to say so on the server side i'm interested to see what the bartender situation is like is there just some dude in a back room who's handling all the drinks for just the floor you know it's not like a restaurant where mm-hmm. they're, they are going to the bar and the bartender's serving everyone at the bar yeah
1: i assume so i assume there's like a couple people in the back room And so there's two ways you can do it. The one way is at Caesars, you order in the machine and then it goes straight to the back room where it gets fulfilled. And the other way is the waitress writes down all the orders and kind of hands it to the bartender who makes it and gives it back to her.
0: Right. I guess. Surely. I think MGM, at least in Vegas, there was a big deal made out of this several years ago that they had installed portion controlling machines in which yeah. case, in that scenario, I'm a, I don't know if the bartenders were even there, like where the waitress is just putting their own stuff together. Probably not, because there's still other like mixers and stuff. It's still I mean, probably stuff is probably all pre-mixed anyway, but
1: it's still probably bartenders doing it, but it just makes it so you can't give a heavy pour. Bastards. Let me tell you who does not have portion control machines. The golden nugget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Your gallon of scotch. Yes, literally, just here is a fifth, sir. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. They just brought you a whole bottle. They just brought out the bottle. It was still in the box. <laughs> nice Johnny Walker Black box. It was good. Yeah. Quite I have delicious. to say, I bought uh, Monkey Shoulder. Not as good as Johnny Walker Black. Costs more. Not as good. I'm not familiar with the Monkey Shoulder. Too so. smooth. Too smooth.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, no. You need you need the peat. And a little sweet. Yeah. If it doesn't taste like burnt
0: wood or whatever, I don't want to drink it. Burnt gas putting lighter fluid on a log and lighting the log on fire that's what it tastes like yeah man if you want to get into scotch those are the flavor notes <laughs> that you need Isla's where it's at that's all i have to say don't don't bother with the mainland boring speaking of flavor <laughs> bobby's burgers. burgers by bobby flay not to be confused with bobby's burger palace is that what it's called or bobby's burger place there's one Bo- of those at the, horse- at the maryland place. live, maryland live. Yep.
1: yeah it's pretty good actually I have to say.
0: This seems to be like this seems to be more of like fast food rather than like fast casual. Anyways, because I looked it up and I was like, maybe this is not the same thing. Or maybe this is the same thing and they just renamed it. But I should probably tell you what it actually is first. Bobby's Burgers by Bobby Flay. Coming to Harris Atlantic City this summer. And you may be saying, Harris Atlantic City, they already have a burger place. It's called Atlantic City Burger Co. Bill's Burgers. Formerly Bills Burgers. But I can't find anything that indicates that this is replacing that. A link to the press release, which was sadly devoid of, I mean, there was a lot of press talk, but it didn't throw around things like experience because this is like a fast food counter, it seems like. (laughs) So I can't tell if this is going to be just taking that over, which seems like it would make sense, or if it's going to be over in sort of the food courty area across from the pool. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Next to the pinup pizza. So we'll Mm -hmm. find out, but it's supposed to open this summer. Burgers are good. Burgers are good. I like burgers. Yeah, I don't eat enough it's, burgers it's, actually. It's
1: a, it's a nice thing to eat, I think, if you are in a hurry and especially if it's actually a takeout counter. It sounds pretty much perfect. It is well known my love affair with the old Fat Burger and the Borgata, so.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, Fat I'm burger. all
1: for this. Not as good as the Fat Burger in Las Vegas where we were just gambling with piles yeah. of cash. And the <laughs> Fat the bar.
0: I remember I sat outside at the Fat Bar. They had a big, like, circular bar, I still do, you, outside the Fat Burger in Las Vegas, and I was. Mm there i think I, it was the night i was stuck there an extra night and i ate at like three in the morning and i was like so sad that the trip was over that i couldn't even eat much of my burger <laughs> this is pete craig just sad and stressed <laughs> stressed about the travel and I, sad can't, I, can't, I can't i can't so last episode speaking of sad that the trip's over and i want to know if anybody else has this experience because i'm very weird i'm sure that no one does but go ahead somebody out there will So I mentioned last episode that Matt Bridger was in Las Vegas. He was there for nine days. Vegas vlogger Matt Bridger on YouTube. Go search it. He's there for nine days. And every night I would watch the next installment and the next installment. And then when his trip ended, I was sad as though it was like my trip was ending. But like I was like, I was sad for him, I think, which is weird because he's there for nine days and like this has no effect on me. I wasn't there. There's something about it that like nine days in your time feels incredibly short because you're just going through your normal life. Whereas like Vegas time is just insane. So I want to know if anybody else experiences that. But my other thought was all of this vlogging shit. Like when I get home from a trip, I would be way too depressed to edit like final day of the vlog. That would just never go up. If I was there for four days, you'd get days one, two, and three, and four would just never get posted because like, I can't look at this. I'm too sad. I cannot look at this, this video footage. So. That's how I am. I'm a sad person and we can move on to the next thing.
1: There is nothing I could have less of a comment on than
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on sounds good. You don't, you don't get real sad when trips end. I don't get real sad when vloggers trips end. I was trying to relate it back to my own experience, Kyle it's called your empathy. Own experience of
1: no you weren't sad for him it sounds like you were sad for yourself
0: yeah that's kind of true that's
1: not empathy at all it's the opposite no i was me. sad for
0: him also that like oh that sucks he's got this whole nine day trip and it's done no i think it was mostly sad for him i do think it was mostly sad. For him. Uh, but also that an understanding of that's how i feel why did we get into this tangent because uh, i have nothing I else was not
1: think. me that's all i have to say why did you do this <laughs> Anyway, casino workers want a significant, in quotes, pay increase. This is according to an AP article by Wayne Perry. Basically, the casino workers have their existing contracts with eight of the nine casinos expiring on May 31st. Historically, the union has focused more on the benefits than the wages side, but... Bob McDevitt is saying that he's optimistic that the new contracts are going to be reached quickly with the casinos. And it it sounds like there's hope that there is going to be a significant pay raise for the employees. I don't know. What are your
0: thoughts? Yeah, when I first saw the article, I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Because the last time we got into, like contract collective bargaining agreement talk between the casinos knows the
1: taj right when there was actually a strike
0: yeah so there's all this stuff about oh we can't give you this raise or else we'll have to close the casino and like fighting with carl icon and all that stuff and then and we had to learn all about the like most preferred clause where you know if the if the union gets a deal with one casino then everybody else has to match it and all that stuff and so i read this whole article thinking like oh god where's the quote from somebody saying that all the casinos were going to close. And then you get to like Joe Lupo and Bob McDevitt being like, no, nah, man, everything's great. Everything's going along swimmingly. That, that's not to say that it will continue, but for now, seems good. Hmm. You know what? Go get your pay raise. We saw the profit numbers. Yeah.
1: No, well, apparently they're making money, even though they're all going to go out of business, apparently. but yeah.
0: you, you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, we'll give you this pay raise, but we're not doing any kind of smoking ban. That is actually what they're (laughs) saying. They're saying they would go out of business if there was a smoking ban. So
1: they're pushing back pretty hard against the state right now. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, are we still going to AC in like a month? We are. It's less Less, than a month. Less than a month. Yeah. It's like four weeks from today. Yeah. Uh, So that's it. I mean, we're probably going to have two episodes between now and then. So I don't think we need to talk too much about it. But the one thing I'll say is we've shifted. And basically everybody's going everyone who has ever wanted to go to AC of us are going from Thursday to Saturday. So June 2nd to June 4th. Yeah. So if you want to come meet us and, and by us, I mean all five, like us and our like three other college friends and probably not me, probably just Craig and <laughs> three yeah. <college> yeah.
1: Friends. <laughs> if you want to meet me, I'll be at the pie table.
0: Yeah. So probably the time to do that would be, I mean, if you're there Thursday, whatever, but it yeah, would be, probably be better
1: honestly, but
0: mostly around ocean resorts area. If you're at like Golden Nugget or something and you're like, hey, are you guys going to make it over here? No, we're probably not going to make it over there. You, you can come to us. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing, though, is I probably won't be as good with this trip about like tweeting since there'll be more of us there. So you're saying that I'm just not important enough to pay attention to, but your other friends are? Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I can add with you. I can just have my phone out all the time right? because <laughs> I've it's never fun. not
1: looked at my phone when you're around.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. Did you say something? I was tweeting to our many followers.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's important to bring up engagement because I hear that's what our sponsor wants.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. I meant we have one billion listeners, <laughs> putting Joe Rogan to shame. We we have what four rooms at Ocean on Thursday and one at Resorts, and then we drop all the way down to one room at Ocean on Friday and two at Resorts. No, we would only have three then though because there's
1: two people without rooms at Ocean. Yes. No. Oh, no, it's four. Yes, because I have two rooms. Okay, go ahead. Wait, I would never have two rooms. i would be wrong.
0: (laughs) Not two rooms at Ocean. You could be staying half the night in one hotel and half the night in the other. They don't know. Honestly, as long as you play at both, I don't think they care. That's the plan. We are actually paying, not logged in rate, because I called, and I was like, hey, I have a player's card. I see the rate. Can Can I get any discount on that? And they were like, no. And then they quoted me a rate that did not reflect a discount that was available online. So just totally logged out. I booked resorts. The problem is I can get Borgata for $110 cheaper than what we're paying for resorts. It's like, do I really want to pay that much money for resorts when we can stay at Borgata? What do you think?
1: If you want to stay at Borgata, I don't care.
0: <laughs> Such a kind response. I pitched this to other friends in the group and you can guess what they said.
1: Yeah, I would think they it would be unpopular because it's... Highly unpopular. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do it,
0: I would think that's fine. I personally wouldn't do it, but it's because I don't want to play at Borgata. So. Right. I mean, the deal is like somebody else would probably have to come with me. Mm-hmm. Because we yeah, need right. that extra bed for someone. Yep. So, yeah, it just messes everything up. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's worth the extra 28 bucks a person or whatever to uh, to stay at the resort.
1: Today. To stay at beautiful resorts. Which tower? That's important. Ocean or rendezvous?
0: Uh, Ocean tower, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm
1: disappointing
0: yeah it's gotta be ocean yep but we can talk more about the trip in coming the future. up
1: yeah exciting though gonna be good with so many people
0: yeah five people when was the last time we had five or possibly six people in an atlantic city trip episode one your pre-baby party before episode your first kid one was born? episode
1: one is the last time we had that many people that's insane sure. Nuts.
0: 2015
1: is when episode one was by the way so that's wild all right. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at our Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at doforawin.com. But you shouldn't fill out the form unless you're gonna pay. Uh That's send true. Craig questions on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. and uh send Craig some emails to do for win at gmail.com and we could even read them on air.
0: If you're listening right now and you filled out the form, it's possible that you put in a wrong email address or you put in an email address that you never check, but Follow up with me, do for a win at gmail.com, if you actually want your shirt, and we can arrange payment to actually get your shirt. Good talk. Good talk. Boardwalk Empire, final Boardwalk season, Empire. episode one. So you say it's 1929, but I think it said 1931 at the beginning of the episode. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. All right. So yeah, that's fine. My guess was 1929 just because of the stock market crash, but it's 1931. Do you have any yeah. idea what year it was when season four ended? i don't know my my best guess was like it was four years ago or something it was obvious that a bunch of time has passed yes significant time had passed and okay so what happened in that time
1: we find out that chalky's in prison lucky has been living in cuba i think for a while as he said he was going to i don't know what what else has happened
0: ar is dead is he yeah they said he's dead
1: oh okay i, I missed thought
0: it. Uh, it was just like a passing comment but i'm pretty sure they said he's dead okay lucky luciano has a messed up eye and a big old scar on his face that's true the stock market crashed there was a quite a scene about that yes indeed uh prohibition has not happened has not been ended yet that happened in 1933 spoilers yeah i mean that's the main stuff that's like changed and the weird thing is there is no real like explanation of any of this stuff so Mm -hmm. all of this stuff still has to get explainers later in the episode
1: yeah, so Nucky was in Cuba. He sees he's Meyer Lansky. He's talking with a, a senator who likes younger women a lot, I guess. Apparently. As one does. And basically they're talking to the owners of Bucardi about trying to get a contract in place for as soon as the U.S. repeals prohibition uh, for distribution. Trying to go legit. Yeah. And then somebody, we don't exactly know who, tries to kill Nucky, but then the scary, scary Cuban bodyguard. Messes him up pretty bad and tears his ear off.
0: Yeah, cuts his ear off. That was weird. So the assumption <laughs> is that pocket. it was Lansky, right? Or that's certainly Nucky's assumption.
1: I don't know. Maybe. It seems like it was suggested that could be, but it wasn't made clear intentionally, I'm sure. Yeah. Chalky escapes from jail. Prison. Yeah. see from, same from same big, jail. Prison. Big prison riot. They're not in prison. It's in the forest
0: doing whatever it is that they're doing. And he has a new friend. I guess you'd call him a friend who basically is like. Take me with you. We're going to live together, it seems like. You know how to use the phone, so I want you to come. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, that was weird. Uh, There were a whole bunch of flashbacks of Kid Nucky. Uh, I enjoyed it. I like the flashbacks. I like the cinematography of the flashbacks. It's kind of weird and trippy, and it was good. I have some concern that that the flashbacks are going to be the only Atlantic City that we see in this season.
1: Ah, surely no.
0: Because there's a lot of Cuba. There's a lot of Chicago. Got to go back to Atlantic City, man. They went to New York? Maybe they're going to save it all. Everything's going to come full circle in Atlantic City in Episode 8, mm-hmm. the finale, but there will be no Atlantic City. Like, no one will set foot in Atlantic City until then. That would be quite a choice. Could be. The other big stuff, Lucky has Masseria killed. Yep.
1: Which that happens in real life. Just FYI.
0: Full on joins a different crime family, and then they're all cutting each other's hands and stuff, or cutting their own hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> their own hands. Doing some shaking. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, hinted stuff. Like, we don't know how Chalky got in jail. We don't know how Lucky's face got all messed up. I I liked it.
1: I thought it was good. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed it more than most of the last couple
0: seasons. So. But we did not see Harrow. I still think he's dead. That's what I think. I think they're just never going to explain that because I think they're like, duh, he's dead. We thought we made that pretty clear. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to actually also show up. In the last episode, as a... Uh, An angel. As like a demon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or something, and just kill everyone. And he's going to yeah. be the new boss. And then they made a spin-off. Indeed. I, nope, think I don't
1: know. I think that's all my thoughts. Well, How did how did you like it?
0: I thought it was pretty good. Um, I thought all the stuff with the Commodore was interesting, like sort of Nucky fighting with the other, like, Riff Raff Hustler kids. Yeah, man. Nucky was picked on quite a bit. The, the opening scene... The thing where they're opening the ocean, right? And throwing the coins into the ocean. It's Memorial Day in the Atlantic Ocean in New Jersey. How freaking cold are all those kids in that water? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I guess kids like don't experience cold. I don't know. Like I remember going to Florida in like the dead of winter and being like, we're going in the pool. And it was like, you know, 50 degrees in the pool as an adult. I was like, no, you can't go in the ocean in May in New Jersey. That's ridiculous, but I bet a kid would do it. Yeah, you could. I think, I think it would be fine. I've gone into Ocean Memorial Day weekend. That was my biggest, uh, my biggest gripe with the episode, really. Biggest plot hole, I thought. <laughs> Margaret had to see that dude kill himself.
1: Oh, yeah. Like it's it's going to be she's just, fine. Yeah. She's
0: trying to steal the file of AR. Yes, that's right. So I don't know. I think, I mean, a lot of stuff has to get explained. So I wonder if they're going to just explain everything next episode or if it's going to sort of trickle out. I have a feeling mm-hmm. it's just going to be like, bang, next episode, here's all this, these explanations. Well, Seven more episodes it's got to happen fast yeah because there's only like whatever that is seven right. times 50 minutes yeah 350 minutes probably <laughs> six hours ish of board empire will you be as sad when board empire ends as i was when matt podcast <laughs> <broadcasts. laughs> probably not
1: <laughs> me neither <laughs> all right well thank you guys very much for listening and we'll be back in a couple weeks I am completely serious. You have to write them back and be like, yeah, we get 2000 downloads. I just want to know, like, what yeah. the dollar amount associated with that is. Yeah. Okay. I'll like, write them back. I would never take the money, but I have to know.